questions too. There's usually some good ones. Oh, for sure. Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by BetSperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. Long time coming, long time friend of the pod, gambling Twitter OG, Caleb Guerin, joins us today to break down some more details of this euros now that we've gotten to see these teams all play a game a couple of them play two games we have a little bit better idea of how the seating is going to shake out what the knockout uh, might look like and uh it's going to be a pretty incredible uh next couple of weeks here as we get to the business end of this tournament and i'm excited to talk some soccer because i've been loving this so far um, I'm having some success. Caleb, I know you're having success. Andy, I know you're having success. Um, this is going to be a super fun podcast. Um, we'll start uh, kind of, first of all, welcome back to the Deep Dive noted, um, you know, noting gambling Twitter personality. And now uh, doing some video content as well. Welcome back to the Deep Dive, Mr. Caleb Gehring. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me on as always. Yeah, it's the first time that I'm doing this uh, live on video with you guys. I'm pretty excited. It's uh, like you said, a long time coming. Nice. You were, yeah, you were probably just as disappointed as us. Uh, I mean, big picture, you know, I'm glad we're all safe and we made it through the pandemic and whatnot. But like that was that was a shitty after after effect of it. We didn't have the Olympics. We didn't have Euros last year. Like we sat there. We we actually Drew and I had a long conversation in the DMs one day, like getting our early thoughts about the Euros out in like March. And you know we were we were we were like prepping for it already. And I'm I'm you know I'm guessing you were too. So I mean a, a lot of has changed between last year and now. And you know how how did your prep go? How are you doing? Did you fire on a lot of futures? I kind of took it easier on futures than I thought I would. A lot of mine are just some, I thought, some mispriced stuff with some combinations of things. And, you know, obviously, some like, Drew, we do, the, and, yeah. we, we do the group winner parlays and the last place parlays and a few like that. But, yeah, not not only, like, how did your prep go? How are you doing? But uh, how is this tournament? Has it lived up the expectations so far? I, I think so. I'm having fun. Yeah, I mean, as far as prepping goes, um, I didn't really do much as far uh, like when everything started. Um, I think, you know, it was a good break for everybody, but they, like it's great to get everything back going again, getting fans back in the stadium. That's what I missed the most. Um, I mean, even when, you know, we were still playing matches, nobody was allowed uh, into the stadiums and it, it's just a completely different atmosphere. I mean, soccer, football, whichever one you classify as, I mean, the fans make the game a hundred percent. It's just not the same feeling. So um, for futures, I think I, I made maybe four, but yeah, I definitely toned it down a little bit, just not knowing how um, tired lakes would be as we've seen, you know, the season kind of run into this a little closer than it usually would. That makes sense. Now, when I, you think, you know, there's obviously two very clear 
parts to an international tournament like this. We have the group stages and then the knockout round. Um, and anytime you're betting into the futures market, you are making some assumptions about what the knockout stages will look like. All of that is a very dynamic system. Um, and but nobody really kind of pays attention to sort of the the sort of the various sub stages of the group round. I would say I think of like. The first game, everybody, all these teams, some of them have not had like full competitive, uh, you know, matches before with all of their starting 11. Like there's like the managers still kind of putting pieces together. You're seeing like some surprise lineups. And you know, here, even at the group stage of a you know major tournament like this, there's still some uncertainty about who's going to even be trotted out there. Uh, and so, you know, Match one for all these teams feels a little bit like teams are figuring each other out. There's some strange results. Um, you know, you know, credit to you, hat tip to you. You've been able to navigate the uncertainty and find some winners regardless. Um, but, uh, you know, has that been sort of the overwhelming theme you've seen so far from the round one matches? Um, and uh, and I guess as we go and then and transition into round two, does it become more of like, a, okay, my prior for these team was there were going to be a little bit of a, more on the defensive side and yes so a team like slovakia got two goals against poland but like can can they really score <laughs> no, like sure. they're, they're, you know there are some questions i have like uh you know some some general thoughts i had about specific teams that were challenged in 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 uh in round one that i just kind of want to throw out and say no 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 this is they are who we think they are it's, all, it's only been 90 minutes yeah let's not yeah. right yeah i guess yeah, it's my, like week one week one nfl over yeah right yeah, and, and going back um, what we just talked about, it has. I mean, we've seen a, a certain amount of injuries increase as well because guys just haven't had a break. So mm. I think that's a little bit of the reason why we're seeing some of these lineups. I mean, you look at a team like England, Jordan Henderson's been banged up. I mean, Trent Alexander-Arnold just got injured. And we don't know the specifics and, and how all this fatigue from previous matches and not getting certain breaks has impacted these teams. So it just goes into that that category that we were talking about, the level of uncertainty that we've had. Um, but the tournament has lived up to expectations so far. I think you've definitely seen some teams that have taken care of business, uh, business like we've you know, kind of expected them to. But we've also seen some shocking results. I mean, Denmark losing to, to Finland at home, uh, mind you. And this is also the first tournament in which there are different sites for games. So there are certain teams that are getting this home field, at, uh, this home field advantage, if you will, and not having to travel as much. So it's interesting. But th my thing to take away from this tournament, and I say it every single time that we get into a group stage kind of tournament, is it's always situational. Mm -hmm. You need to set every group in, in particular order and then go by, okay, Yes, if these two teams played each other for one game, winner takes all, it would play out completely different than, oh, yeah. hey, we're playing each other now. This is what we need. And yeah. would our next game be easier or harder? It, it dictates everything. So this tournament is 100% situational. It's not necessarily, oh, this team's the best because they just look the best. They can change up their style based on what they need going forward. Yeah, and just like in, in tournaments, whether it's club or international play where you have – you know, two leg ties where they need to 
play each other home and away to advance. Like the yeah. situation change, you know, even in the situations are so different. People who don't bet a lot of soccer don't realize like, Oh, like, Hey, why is this really good team? Not favored by much. It's like, uh, it's because right. they're up four goals on aggregate already. <laughs> or, and, and, you know, just like yeah. Caleb said, once we get to knockout rounds, things are completely different, especially how teams will approach a second half, you know, when, because we're not going to have as we won't have, uh, you have a draw, I guess, on the three-way betting, but they will obviously play extra time and and penalties in the the advancement rounds. I guess the 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 travel thing that Drew brought up was the biggest thing to me, but it was something we talked about before the tournament. Everybody knew about it. You know, we knew teams were going to be flying from Copenhagen to Russia and from you know Baku to wherever and Budapest over. And by the way, I'm going to take a little side sweep, a little side trip here. It sucks that Hungary isn't really good. But boy, was that fun having a full stadium. Like that was, they oh, were yeah. lit. Like even before the match started, we've seen some scenes yes. from Budapest. It was, it was a hopping there in Hungary. So I, I love seeing that. Hopefully we get more of that here as we get into the next season of club play. But, um, you know, like I said, the travel stuff was, it was something we knew about. It was something we planned for when we put our handicaps together. Some of the things I've seen people bringing up as the tournament started was the, I mean, right off the bat and the announcer said it like there was a handball and they said, you know, Hey, they're going to take it easy on that this round or this tournament. They said they're going to be a lot lighter on eh, his arm was in a natural position. It flopped and all this, you know? So and, you know, these are the things you need to be adjusting for on the fly a little bit. I think the refs were a lot easier with yellow cards for the most part outside of, I mean, the one match today had five. The one match, I mean, talk about a bad beat or good beat in the one where it was three and a half total cards and there was none through 90 <laughs> minutes. And then there oh, was, yeah. The, yeah was the it Turkey, Tur- yeah. Turkey Wales fight at the Turkey end. Turkey Wales, like yeah. The four in the fight. final minute. Oh, yeah, it was, they were both, they were all at like 90 plus two. And the total, like the that. total was three and a half. And yeah. they gave four cards in the 90, 90 plus two. So other than that, it, it's been a little lighter on cards. They've been a little, you know, maybe different with VAR yeah. on some of the stuff. And then also just the adjustments you need to make on some of these teams. Off the air, we were talking about, uh, you know, Turkey. A lot of people who did previews said, like, oh, Turkey's a sleeper. And, you know, obviously their striker is a little older, but he's great. And just, like, it it doesn't look like they're great. I have some, I have some Switzerland under three and a half points that I'm trying to, I'm going to have to find a way to bet out of. No, it's, I, it's not crazy though. I, I they got to fly back to Baku. I know. Turkey so bad. <laughs> like I said, I might, if Turkey goes up, I'm buying out of that somehow, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah. 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 E- either way. Um, yeah. I mean, what, what adjustments have you made on the fly? Those are the big ones that I've noticed people really hammering on lately. Yeah, so Turkey, Turkey's interesting to me because I can see why they would be a dark horse for a lot of people because they do have talent um, all, all around the ball. You know, Soyuncu in the in the back. Um, Borak Yomaz is, is a striker you're talking about from Lille. Just had an amazing season, uh, you know, beating out PSG and League Un for the title. They, uh, Chalahalnu as well, they have so many good pieces, but for whatever reason, they just play down to their opponents which going into that Switzerland game, it kind of makes me think like, I still don't know which Turkey I'm getting because it's the same one that can lose to Wales, but the same one that could beat Switzerland and it wouldn't completely surprise me. So there are some teams like that, that they just, they switch off and on. Um, I'd probably stay away from that one just because I don't know how interested Turkey are and Switzerland have still everything to play for. But yeah, those are kind of the adjustments I make going forward is, 
you know, if there's ever a question on what the team's going for, if they have nothing to play for, I usually just stay away because now I'm not really playing any edge or any angle. I'm just completely guessing. The third matches of the group play, they're played concurrently, right? Like they'll or simultaneously rather. Yeah, yeah. A's the same. Both time. A, both right. A matches, both B okay. Yeah. That's it yeah. sucks for a viewing standpoint, but yeah, I get why they do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the it's like the week seventeen NFL schedule or which will now be week eighteen NFL schedule yeah, right. where they time it exactly right. Okay. Oh so man, we have let's... to do two more deep dives this year. <laughs> I didn't think of that. I need to renegotiate our contract. Yeah, seriously. It's almost that time, fellas. Hey. Thanks, um, Roger. And we have an extra we have extra playoff games now, all kinds of difficult uh, more money for the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Mm, um, gotta love it. All right. Well, the um, you know, we we I guess of among the impressive, obviously France. France is as good as advertised in every which way. Um, and even better if you're a France backer, um, you know, they didn't give you their best in match one, but they still got the win. Which is kind of ideal. You don't want to be peaking too early, like maybe Italy might be peaking to it, but that also could be opponent related to opponent. But we'll get to that in a minute. But France has looked as good as advertised. Um, a lot of people were high on Belgium, but worried about their age. Um, they look fine. <laughs> they look good. Uh, and uh, similarly, um, you know, Italy was coming, came in as as a dark horse. Now a two three zero wins behind you know in their pocket, even though they had never won uh, a match by three in like the last fifty euros or something insane like that. Like you know, like it just years and years of futility winning you know with margin, and now they've won two euro matches in a row three zero. Um, you know they look like true contenders. Spain kind of disappointed coming away with that draw against Sweden. England wins. But wasn't super I mean, conservative lineup. It was a very defensive lineup. Is that yes. in the same category as France, though, where it's just like that's fine. Yeah, they got it yeah, done. You got like, three points. Yeah, you get you get three points. It didn't have to be pretty. They, they have time to kind of find their form, uh, figure out the right the you know the right uh, you know way to play things. Although, is I still have questions about if Southgate's a guy that can figure anything out, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess, am I missing anything among the contenders that, uh, you know, has really stood out to you so far? I guess I didn't mention Portugal. Portugal with a good second half against Hungary, but yeah. it's Hungary. Yeah. For the Euros, at least, I kind of look at the first. I'm not going to take a team based off of, hey, what did they look like the first game? Because, for instance, even though Turkey had a terrible game against Italy in the first one, I just kind of thought to myself, oh, of the Euros on those going to be setting the standard for the rest of the tournament. And for me, I just, I can't judge one team off of one performance off their best performance, just like I couldn't with their worst at this stage, you just take the wins no matter what. And for England, uh, France, I mean, France went into Munich and beats Germany. That's your, depending on who you ask second hardest opponent in that entire group, you're taking it. You're not apologizing for looking bad. you you know, the only goal that goes in the back of the net is from Matt Hummels. And you're like, hey, you know, thank you very much. And the same thing with have looked great, but you have to realize how hard it is to break down a team when they're sitting numbers behind the ball constantly. And, you know, we saw what Portugal brings to the table. Once that opens up, the they get the three points. So 
until you actually have to play for goal differential, there's no reason to apologize for taking a 1-0 win. Yeah, I mean, especially in groups when you're – I mean, France is a little different with a tough group, but, like, England, it's just, all right, you know, like five points. No, a lot five, of people thought Croatia could have been a potential yeah, upset for sure. But still, like, five points sure. wins your group. You move on. You get into the knockouts. You you know, it's coming, it's, it's coming home. It's all that. So they can get all excited. But, yeah, it, it is kind of – it's like we preach in football too, and, I, you know, I already brought this up. Like the, the week two overreaction betting you get from NFL betters, like it kind of feels like that. You, you see this one match, and that's – I mean – Honestly, that's why I bet Turkey today. I took them at a pick. I wasn't impressed with Wales. I wasn't impressed with Turkey, but I said, you know, this, this team can play better. I mean, they didn't. They just looked like absolute horseshit. It was never sure. in doubt there. At least Italy was good and got me a win. But, I mean, there there are a couple teams where it's just, all right, how do we feel after one? And this is going to be the rest of the week here. We are going to have to make some judgments, especially people who have vowed to bet every single match of the entire tournament <laughs> like myself. Like, I, I don't have a choice at this point. I can't pick and, I, I can't pick and choose. Andy, I'm going to need you to break down North Macedonia. What did you see in their first match that tells you anything about them in the match? Please, two? yes. That's good, <laughs> good kits. I mean, they, they, they beat, amazing. They beat, they have the same goal differential with Germany as France does right now as far as last match played against them. I good kits. Um, it's a country I didn't know existed. I thought it was just Macedonia. I thought I had a pretty good grip on the Balkans. It's I mean, the it former makes... Yugoslavia. Uh, what's the what's the abbreviation? The the Fiugo, F yeah. Y O former F -Y Yugoslavia F -Y Republic. Yes, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a it's a it's a funny ass uh, acronym. But either way, um, let's talk a little bit about some round two matches since Andy's going to have yeah. to make bets on some of these because uh, he said he would. Uh, and we all promise the promise. appreciate hey, by that. the way, I, I commend you for doing that. I mean, if you want to do it for fun, just to see where you can go, why not do it? You know, I mean, sometimes it's betting's not that, you know, serious. Just have a good time. Actually, let me ask you, Caleb, what's been your biggest no doubter so far among all of the, um, match by match picks you've done? Uh, the first one, uh, Belgium, hundred uh, percent. Yeah. Because people were overlooking this Russian team completely oh they're at home you know they they bring a, a couple midfield problems but even without kdb i mean yeah belgium's team total over one and a half i had lukaku to score hit those within like 34 minutes and i just went okay so how good is this russian team now i mean but yeah i would i would say russia was was definitely my and, uh, andy what was no your matter. andy what was your biggest no doubter so far it was it was that one and, yeah. and that's because it was like if we're doing in hindsight for sure belgium team total over the first one it was like oh well there there it is plus i do have a uh, you know i'm i'm not taking it terribly seriously you know i'm not putting very much money on these bets because i don't really know what i'm doing but i did play a few futures for some reasonable amounts and i bet some few futures for some very small amounts and one of them was uh lukaku to lead the goal lead the Ooh. goal scoring and Same. France and France to win a combination bet. And oh, nice. not, well, not okay. like not like five guys have two goals, but I mean a few of them aren't going to be around. So I, I, I kind of I'm tied to Belgium to continue to be successful in their group and then advance. I need them probably in the quarters yeah. or later. So I was both, happy buddy. with the. I, I'm <laughs> I'm probably going to make a similar bet tomorrow. I think Belgium plays tomorrow, and then you know, uh, uh, God, what God was I, I, I really like, hope it, they win with margin. Yeah, yeah, like, like I think, I think, 
a team total bet maybe tomorrow is something I'm probably going to grab. Like I feel bad betting. You got to separate that. I feel bad about Denmark's situation, but Mm -hmm. even fully healthy, I think Belgium matches up pretty well. And, you know, we, somebody did mention that to me in my, when I just, I just tweeted out my plays because it was a weekend. I didn't have a show that day. And somebody said, are you worried about the midfield of Belgium being out? Like, well, yeah, that sucks. KDB is world-class, but like, if that's how they're going to look with midfielders missing and Axel's at what's it, Axel Witzel, him as well. Like, if they're going to miss a couple players and still look that good, like, yeah, I'll, I'll bet them against Denmark. I don't care. Yeah. Last so, day like, in, they, in they the could last. Be a, they could be a threat later on in the tournament once they get healthy. In the last calendar year, Belgium has faced Denmark twice. They won 2 0 and 4 2. Yeah. So, but again, going back to our gold. situational talk, <laughs> Denmark and Belgium are playing each other at during a time where Belgium really doesn't need any points now because Denmark didn't do their job against Finland. So even if Belgium gets a point out of this group, they get Finland in the last game, they could easily just sit on, you know, sit on a point here. Whereas, you know, Denmark are going to be chasing, I think a little more because, you know, or they could just take the point and then go into their last game with Russia say, you know what, if we put our, our skin on the line right now, and it costs us all three or all, all points against Belgium. Now the most points we can get in our last match is three. Yeah. Or they take the draw with Belgium and they go, okay, we'll take our draw and then we'll go take it to Russia, get our three points there, get four, and 100% be good in advancing. Because at this point, Denmark, all they need to worry about is advancing. They're not going to win the group. It's just about surviving and advancing at this point. So what do you think Denmark's approach will actually be then? If they if they decide to press, if they're like, look, you know, we're going all in, and this mm-hmm. is to say, this, you know, I, I, I guess two questions for you. One, if they decide to do that, are they especially vulnerable to the counter from Belgium? Oh, and 100%. then, okay, so they know that. Right. <laughs> does that does that incentivize they've them? Heard, then? Yeah, so try to get his, try to get a tie. Yeah, so. I, I guess this will kind of just put it out there. I'm going to be on the under two and a half. Um, right. I'm doing a, another show about it tomorrow, but the two and under two and a half in this game, it, it just, again, it speaks situationally to me because Belgium's weakness is their back line. And I think they're going to be guarding a little bit towards that. And then for Denmark, I don't necessarily think they're going to push numbers forward because I do think they're going to be in a situation where they'll, they'll take a point because like I said, if they get caught, they get caught out, with Belgium's attack, they're going to be in a in a world of hurt, um, and then you lose all the points, and you might not even advance to the next round because you're now sitting there with no points, negative two at least in the goal differential, and it wouldn't even matter if you beat you know Russia sitting there with three points and, and nothing on goal differential. Okay. So. So you you're describing a game state situational game state that makes total sense to me and I think this is completely completely reasonable and it spells a bunch of ways to attack this market. Uh first half first half 00 <laughs> first right, half 00 yeah. uh you know first half 00 uh, zero is probably going to be a play I'll make. Um you know Belgium to you know draw first half draw Belgium to win might be a fun one because this you know this could set up where it's zero zero at halftime and then all of a sudden finally things break down belgium gets a goal at the 75th 78th minute something like that and then right. denmark's like well now it's too late we got to push ahead and and maybe you know belgium gets one more uh you know late something like that so basically like uh you could probably get a damn decent live over 
uh, about halfway through the second half if it's still 0-0 and Belgium looks like they're building up some momentum at something like that. Um, Andy, uh, do you have any? But under 2.5 also sounds like a good way to attack this. Andy? This is not um, like a codified law, but (laughs) if you bet the first half under in a match where the favorite's like 1.5 or low, you know, like a decent favorite, if if you're betting the first half under, you also should add the double result draw and then the favorite. <laughs> I've done that a bunch. Yeah, like I, I did this a lot the, in the, the World Turkey. Cup. <laughs> Italy, Italy. It yeah. was like first half draw. Italy beats Turkey yeah. and over the game was like three to one. So oh, if you're gonna bet so that good. first half under, eh, maybe put a little tickle on that too because it feels really good when once it gets there. You're like, all right, now we're free rolling this stupid little prop bet I placed, and yeah, like, right. those, those are a ton of and fun. If you see oh, something yeah, watching the first half, you can come off it easy. <laughs> you can get off yeah. that real easy. Oh, um, for but, sure. No, that, that makes total sense. Belgium 2-0 with uh, two goals scored after the 70th the half, minute. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's a, start. That seems like a reasonable – and everyone who laid the one-and-a-half goals with Belgium is just sweating through their shorts <laughs> through the entire second half. Like, come on, right. guys, where's the offense? Yeah, um, when they don't have to produce any. I mean, it, it wouldn't even yeah. benefit them to – Yeah. You know, that, but that's a much more likely game state than Denmark <clears> comes whistle whistle off. They get out, they run with their hair on fire coming off the bus. No, right. okay, that's perfect. Yeah, perfect. there's so many. I mean, it's one of those where if we see one goal to begin the game, it can explode for five, six, and yeah. you know, at halftime, if it's nil nil, I think both teams are just yeah. gonna be like, yeah, hey, let's get to the next one because we have a much more favorable matchup. Kind of like yeah, the kind of like the Netherlands game. Right, <laughs> where we could have one goal in the first ten minutes, and then sure. it could explode for six more because they have terrible defense. Yep. Situation <laughs> what, changes. Yeah. Yep. What? What? What was your? What's your? What is your read on on the on the Dutch? Well, what? I guess what was your opinion on them coming in? Did you think they were legitimate contenders and easy wins Group C, or were you a little wary and now kind of still not sold? Um, I think they're the best team in the group, but it, it's going to be a question of their back line all the time and their manager, DeBoer. He's just terrible with 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 strategy and when to make a certain sub and everything else. It's, it's hard to back a manager that doesn't really understand where his team's weaknesses are and play to that weakness. They have so much attack going forward that they don't need extra attackers out there yet. You know, you saw the way they played against Ukraine just opened right back up for them when they had yeah. no incentive to trying to get more <laughs> and they bring out blend and, and all of a sudden bang two, two goals for Ukraine. And, and now you're in a sweat fest. And uh, thankfully for Dumfries, he was able to put one back because yeah. if they took one point away from that game, Oh man, the Netherlands, the Netherlands media would have been absolutely insane to see. Okay. I, I had Ukraine plus one. Like I thought we had it. I, and I'm, you know, obviously I, it was way too early. I'm like, all right, two two. Let's let's get this over. I, I was just glad to push on that. Um, yeah, with the the whole and I know some people who definitely agree with this. It's like, you know, if a guy can't hack it in the MLS, why is he a, an international manager at this point? There, you know, there's some some issues. Yep. I mean, A plus Fair B question. equals C in that one for sure. And you know, just some of the tactical d- difficulties. I feel like we're having the Budenholzer conversation across the pond here, Drew. Yeah, but, it does, doesn't it? And then that, that makes me and it makes me think too, and this it doesn't feel like a really big problem or a difference or a, a big, big factor, but having the extra, you know, what what was the old rule for how many subs you have, Caleb? Was it just three? Three. 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 Yeah, three. three. And because of situations with 
you know, everything and how close the tournaments are at, from with the season, they they put in five. I mean, is there any? It, it seems like it, it isn't like a small thing, but it's not just by like, oh man, five subs. Like that's really good for Italy. But like, there has to be, you know, there has to be some situations. I would think it probably benefits good managers. Who know oh, what the hell they're yeah. doing? It, and, it would and, definitely benefit teams that have some depth or teams that have some young strikers that aren't starting. Right. That hey, you know, we can bring you in at the seventy fifth minute if we need some extra offense. You know, definitely right. the the good. It probably just rich get richer. Really, like the good teams oh, yeah. have good depth and good managers. Sure. Yeah, because I mean, you can play around any situation now. I mean, at least with three subs, you kind of have to make decisions like, okay, well, if I use the sub here, then I'm limited to two. If we grab the lead and with five, I mean, it just gives you that much more versatility. Yeah, that makes sense. So how do we attack this uh, this Netherlands-Austria match? Because coming into this tournament, I didn't give Austria much of a look. Um, I thought if there was anyone that was going to challenge the vulnerable Dutch, it was going to be the Ukraine. Um, and then Austria played a fine match against North played Macedonia. Um, and now, now I'm looking at some of their results. You know, why did I, why didn't I give them more of a look? Um, you know, they lost a, you know, they had a, a one stinker against Denmark losing four zero, but who the hell knows if that was, you know, what the circumstances were, it could have been right. just a, a strange result there. Um, do you give Austria a legitimate chance in this Netherlands match? And um, how much should I have on both teams to score? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I would think, honestly, I think that's the angle. I, I would stay clear of backing either back line because, like like we already said, Holland, the power's in the, the attack force, man. and But their back line's just so bad. I'm interested to see what Austria's going to do with, uh, uh, with David Alaba because – Against North Macedonia, I figured he'd be in the midfield or in somewhat of an attacking role. And they started him at center back, which was questionable. Austria looked pretty bad in the midfield, if I have to be honest. Uh, they were very sloppy. That's the only reason that North Macedonia even scored. Uh, the legend Panda, by the way, like 43 years old. Um, but then in the second half, you saw when Austria needed to get things going, David Alaba started to move up in an attacking role plays a beautiful ball in and it just everything flows so but in this game i would i would probably bank that they're going to put him at the center back role because they're going to need him more so for defending in this game than they did north macedonia but uh, again it's it's one of those situational bets where both teams really just don't need much from this game because both already took care of business um and they once they stop seeing each other you know they're in a more favorable matchup. And for Holland, obviously, they haven't even played North Macedonia yet. So, I mean, if they can take a draw in this in this game and then boost goal differential against North Macedonia, that may be the look for them. Um, instead of trying to push numbers forward and then just have a terrible day at the office with that back line. Okay. Sure. And they <clears> – <throat> was he a starter, Marco – and I let, let's pretend I don't really follow Austria's <laughs> national team. I don't know okay. like the, the guy who's suspended. Hypothetical. Like, hypothetical. Yeah, hypothetical. Is he was he even starting last game or was he a sub? The guy who said the awful shit about Albanian people and then is gonna miss a game. Marco boy. Arna Arnatovic. Oh, Arnautovic. Arnautovic. No, Arnaut no. Uh, Marco, a, not, a, not, a, not a huge piece. He was a sub, no. but he scored. 
He did. He came. Yeah, he came Everybody's on scored. and then scored instantaneously, pretty much. I mean, with with a beautiful ball through. And then uh, if you saw him at the end, he actually had some words to say. Um, but they kind of cut away from that. But yeah, no, he did not. He did not start. Um, which again, it's just it quite it makes me question why in a game where you're probably not going to have to deal with much pace from North Macedonian team or really much of an attacking threat at all. Why you wouldn't have your best players pushing forward? I don't know. Austria is a very odd team. They're another team like Turkey, really, who have been labeled dark horses so many times it's hard to keep count, and then they just fall apart. So, um, you know, if if Austria can finally make it happen, um, I'd be shocked if it was this tournament. But you know, you never know. Yeah, and I mean, Drew kind of nailed it. I had already looked ahead a little to tomorrow's matches because we got to like 10 minutes before match time this morning and I didn't have a bet placed yet on the morning one. So I'm like, I better get tomorrow. I better get a little ahead on tomorrow. But yeah, the both teams, the score is about minus 125 in that Netherlands-Austria match. I think that's something I'm going to be looking at. And it's funny because the morning match is the Ukraine-North Macedonia. Yeah. Still have still have no idea what to do with that. Yeah, where, where are you going with this North Macedonia-Ukraine look, Caleb? Uh, I have the team total over one and a half on that game. Uh, or again, Ukraine? Yes. It, it, no. <laughs> no. Maybe okay. not even one and a half shots. Um, but, yeah, I mean, again, I think this is one where the Ukraine are – they see their opportunity. Their opportunity is going to be, hey, we you know, we need to we need to score some goals. We need to get all three points and try to boost our goal differential to advance. Um, yeah. Ukraine, Ukraine's definitely in that spot where North Macedonia is going to be – kind of the bottom feeder where you're trying to just build up your, you know, your goal differential on. So it, it would be hard for me to see North Macedonia keep Ukraine under two goals. To be okay. Honest. And so the angle of attack then is team total over instead of laying the goals, because if they're being that aggressive, they could leak one. Sure. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I mean, I mean, we saw it against the Netherlands too. They did not change the way they played to suit, their opponent you know they weren't afraid to move numbers forward they i mean they sat back when they had to and it made more sense but it's not like they just put numbers behind the ball the entire time and they do have guys going forward that can give you you know a, a lot of trouble in with their pace so um yeah i definitely lean with the ukraine team total over one and a half uh okay. Two, and zero, if, if they can three, get a draw zero. out of Austria and Netherlands, and get a, if they get there, yeah, you get your three points. Maybe you get lucky with the draw in Austria and Netherlands, and all of a sudden you're back in it to, I mean, not just maybe not win the group. It'll be a little tough. Be, you could end up with six points still, but definitely to advance if you can get into that second spot because their offense did look good for glimpses there, especially when Netherlands was you know doing that thing where they just let you run on you and. Always. And I, I mean, a couple of nice goals there, too, by some of my Ukrainian people. I, I like their kits, too, a lot. Oh, they're beautiful. Oh, man. Italy, Italy, they're though. Cool. Italy in blue. And I'm a big, again, German fan. Love my team. The German black kits, obviously, are super scary. I like them a lot. But the blue, the Italy blues are the best. Honestly, Portugal, worst kits of the tournament or worst kits of all time? Yeah, they kids are going, didn't like kids the are going so far down. I don't understand. They used to have some really nice ones, and then now it's like this. this I know they're their flag colors are so cool together. They have good right? colors. They do. That? They have great colors. I don't the know. Mar- the, all the maroon tops and maroon shorts <laughs> are so slick when they go that way. Right. What are you doing? Yeah. I don't why know. ruin? Why mess with greatness? Yep. No, I agree. Just trying to but, do too much. Yeah. 
It's like when the Steelers go with the throwbacks from the black and gold oh, to just God, like the, no. like the like the olive brown oh, or whatever yeah. terrible bumblebee. I love your your team's yeah. oh, your team's throwback is like the uh, the Dallas Texans or whatever. What what yeah. is the the Chiefs, yeah, the Chiefs is like some like other the team? Houston Texans. Yes. No, it's Dallas the Dallas Texans. Texans. No, Dallas. Yeah, Dallas yeah, Texans, it's, yeah. It's, it's like some AFL state, team. It's just the state of Texas on that. Yeah, it's <laughs> beautiful combination. But yeah, oh, those Pittsburgh and Denver Broncos throwbacks. No thanks. Right. Well, this, mm-hmm. is, this is a good point by Dan too. Wales was dressed like Australia today. They were. I know it was a little. Yeah. looked like the ruse with the with the green and yellow. Yeah, I had no idea where shorts. that comes from either. I mean, no, it's has nothing to do with their colors at all. Red, white, green, nothing. Just, oh, let's go with yellow. Okay. <laughs> if you have a dragon on your flag, throw a big bad Dra- dragon. dragon. Yes. That's yes. Dragon. yes. Use, white, use your white best shirts, attributes. green shorts, big dragon. Big dragon. Not hard. <laughs> oh, I know. You, there's so many great ways you could go with yeah. kits, but teams are just like, no, you know, let's take a different color and just ruin it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I like this one. This is a fun one. Is there... A match, any match that has a chance to have a total over five and a half. Ooh. I have one in mind. Let's okay. see if, uh, if I, can you re, you want to take a guess? I think there's one. I think it's Saturday. You think it's Saturday? I think six nothing France. That was what I was going for. Six right. nothing France. I yes. mean, yeah, yes, it, it's if in they, Budapest. If they, yeah, it is. If they the if France they put the pedal down and they actually push for it, it, it could definitely get there because. I think what you saw with that Portugal game is, you know, you had one side where Portugal just couldn't create anything. Uh, they put Silva, uh, Silva on the same side as, gosh, I'm, I'm mind blanking here, but it, it just one side was completely just not even part of the game, and they they tried way too hard to go through the middle. France has the pace on the wings, and Mbappe just to expose that. So. Yeah. That that be a stretch. Somebody but... try to defend him real quick on Mbappe. Oh, exhausting. Gosh. Best best player on earth right now. Is that even up for debate? Mm, bet uh, it, it would be tough to debate it at this point. Um, yeah, entering his prime. It, not even at his, not even at his peak of his powers yet. But but unless, unless He's how, just much, so how much of his game is speed? Yeah, and how long does that last? Hot. See it's, the Lamar exactly. Jackson. Of international football, he is good uh, with his feet and his dribbling. The thing about Mbappe that he's he's done over his career is he used to be just pace, and now he's actually starting to learn how to dribble past guys, kind of go in out and you know weave his way through. But it used to be um, just going forward. When he was with Monaco, um, you know, when he could pair with Falcao, Falcao would play as kind of the holding striker, and then he would just run in behind. Uh, but Mbappe's definitely developed way more skill as a player, you know, throughout his career. He's only going to get better too. That's what's scary. That's cool. That's cool. Well, he'll get. He, I like him for a hat trick against Hungary. And uh, if there's a match that goes over five and a half goals, that's the only one that I. Can I think. Say. I think Griezmann is a good look. Griezmann, for whatever reason, he's never like a part of major scoring chances when he's you know with anybody else other than France. Obviously, he still scores his goals, but he's he's become more of like a setup guy. But with France, man, he just finds the back of the net. So I yeah. think I think I'm gonna play a little Antoine Griezmann prop. He looks really mm. good. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yes. Um, and and I wonder too. And this is this is gonna be a one. good segue into the weekend matches because there there's some you know we can't talk about every match, but there's some really sure. good ones. And and obviously Germany Portugal this weekend super important for the Germans. But if if they just 
I, I don't want to say they laid an egg because they put some good pressure on. They had some good balls forward. It just just didn't work out. But France only having one goal, you kind of wonder if they won't. Especially with with what Portugal's goal differential is now, if Germany plays a poor game against Portugal, loses like two nil, eh, France it might it might behoove them to lay four or five goals on yeah. Hungary just to get that <laughs> goal differential up there. Yeah, because yeah. Portugal could be up, you know, again like a two nil win over Germany. All of a sudden they're five zero in well, goal the differential. Is the with France game is points. first. The France game is first, so they're not going to know. They're going to have. They're going to be like, Just "Look, do this it is anyway. our right. this is our only group match where we can truly expect to lay it on. Uh, we got to do it, guys. Let's France alts. Let's do yes. it. Yeah, yeah. Let's okay. hit them with the. Uh, let's hit them with the with the heavy stuff. Um, another inter- I guess a couple a couple other worthwhile matches to touch on here as we head into the weekend. Uh, England Scotland is kind of a fun yes, one, obviously for, for sure. regional purposes. Uh, obviously, these two nations share an island. Um, they together they comprise half of the United Kingdom, um, and uh, no love lost really between England and Scotland going back to the eight hundreds uh, or thereabouts nine hundreds. Yeah, yeah. Um, it should be a fun match either way. Are we expecting a decent bounce back here from England, or is this liter- still? more figuring stuff out and uh you know scotland could be a more dangerous opponent than their round their their round one loss let on yeah i i think i think it depends on which lineup you see from england i i mean i i know that's kind of a cop-out answer but i'm not <laughs> touching it. i put in the only loss i've had this entire tournament was england's team total over one and a half okay and just thinking, you know, it was going to be a solid balance lineup. And then the lineup comes out and it is the most defensive thing I've ever seen. And I'm just like, okay, well, you know, don't trust Southgate. So if they put out a good balance lineup or an attacking lineup, they, they definite, they're so good going forward. And, you know, there are going to be questions about their, uh, about their back line come, you know, later in the tournament uh, where, you know, is Harry Maguire fit and, you know, he's really the only center back I really trust on that England defense but yeah i mean i i look for them to take care of business this isn't croatia anymore you just you need to start piling on and uh take care of business so i'd be a little bit surprised if southgate went defensive in this one go mm. go full long shanks on their ass and just put yeah. scotland in their place exactly I, man. i had to i had to think of who that was in that movie but and dan dan <laughs> making a, a a comp to college football which we, we've done this with horse racing now too but he calls england scotland's like ohio state versus cincinnati it's fun for a regional rivalry but not and you know everybody <laughs> says this everybody wants us and i guess i'm included in everybody it wants us to have relegation over here especially at least for like mls and the leagues below it why don't they take some of our stuff? We could do some trading. Like they, sh- they should have trophy games. Maybe oh, they yeah. do that. I don't know. Like yeah. England, Scott, and it might be like you know Wisconsin, Minnesota, where Wisconsin yeah. just wins the axe like nine out of ten years. Yeah. But they should still have like a trophy game. Yeah. St. Andrews, cool. St. Andrews goblet uh, at stake here for uh, England versus yeah, like uh, the Scotland. crown jewels yeah. or something yeah. fun. <laughs> the crown jewels. There you go. <laughs> yeah, and it's usually um, okay. those smaller. That's usually those smaller teams that don't have a lot of success that have like the best atmospheres too because you know the big the big guys coming in you're just i mean everybody's packing the stadium because for that one chance that there's an upset the place is going to go insane so yeah I, I would love that idea honestly so if i'm waiting until i see a lineup for england before i make take any action on this one what are some signs that southgate is going to be more aggressive from a goal scoring standpoint in terms of decision making 
Um, you're you're going to see probably no Kyle Walker, probably see okay. Trippier, um, because Trippier and what Trent Alexander Arnold brought to the team was he would be the guy who flanked up up the sidelines and whip balls in, kind of act as another midfielder for them. Um, so right off the bat, if you see Kyle Walker in, um, it's going to be more defensive. If you see a guy like Declan Rice in, more defensive. Um, if you see a guy probably like Bellingham in, it's going to be more attacking. Uh, really, I'm of the mindset that Southgate should always have guys like Foden, uh, Mason Mount, and maybe like a combination of Phillips and uh, Ward Prowse in the midfield at all times. But um, but definitely look for look for the wingbacks because mm-hmm. you know if you got a guy like Saka in, he could he. He's, an, again, a versatile guy who can play left back, left wing, or if Kyle Walker's out. Kyle Walker's always in for defensive purposes. Um, Trippier is in to push more uh, up the pitch like Trent Alexander-Arnold would. Okay, I like this. Okay, per- perfect perfect answer. I know what to look for now. Um, sure. I mean, Germany-Portugal yeah, I brought up, and I brought yeah. him up when because we were talking about France, but I kind of wanted to get a little further into that game. Like, Based off Germany's performance, it's one of those where I've had a couple of these today just because we, we got into the second match. And I said, wait, wait, wait well, hold I, on. Based off Germany's performance, how are you qualifying Germany? No, and then that's that's where I'm going to get to it. I, okay. That's what I'm saying. Like today, we had some matches between some teams that were playing their second game. And you kind of had to take your, I don't want to say preconceived notions, but that's what it is your priors, it is. how you felt about them before the tournament. You had to mash it up with this first match, the context of the first match, what you think you saw. And then try to make adjustment off that. And I want to know where you stand. I think I think I know where I stand with Portugal. Like, sure. I, and again, it was the obviously opponent dependent. Like, you know, you beat up on some teams that are lesser than you. It's you need to take care of business. But how did you feel about Germany? Just based off like France might be the best team in the tournament, and obviously the odds think so too. Germany like, won the XG, by the way. Yeah, Ger- yeah. I was gonna say like Germany played. <laughs> they played pretty good. It was just like, hey, you know, I mean, it's they like scored on themselves. Two, it's two really good teams going up against desire. each other. Yeah, it was one nil. <laughs> right. Yeah, I. You know what? It, it's kind of scary because I think Germany looked better than what I originally thought they would look like coming into the tournament. I think they played France really well. And the scoreline's a bit deceiving because, I mean, if you look at the expected goals on France, it was something like 0.26, which is, I mean, it's, I don't have to tell you guys, really bad. Um, and obviously you can't account for those two offside goals, but I almost wouldn't take that much into consideration either because – Germany were already put into a terrible spot because of Hummels. Um, you know, own goals happen, but now you have to chase the game a little bit, which played into France's hands, where the longer this game went nil-nil, Germany was going to have more chances and more spots to kind of, you know, break down France because France wasn't sitting numbers behind the ball until they went up one nothing, And then at that point, France just decided, you know what, like – we're in Munich. We got one nil. This is what we came for. If we can hold on to this lead, we're happy for it. So people on the under were a hundred percent, a hundred percent hoping France would score. And when <laughs> yes. they did, yes, they we locked were. it down, locked it down. And all you're hoping for at the Park end of Libus. that is do not get caught on the counter by Kylian Mbappe. That's all you're hoping for. So I was actually pretty impressed with Germany. I'm a little bit more nervous, uh, coming from a guy who has France and Portugal 
group uh, futures. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't be too harsh on the Germans after this one game. That is the best team in this Euros tournament. They're the team with the most depth. I think okay. they play pretty well, all things considered. Okay. Over there have, under, yeah, roughly. there have been times in history where it's been okay to be harsh on the Germans. Yeah, this right. is not one of them. We will t- we'll take it easy on this. Yeah. Right. Uh, I would like your time. opinion on a prop, though. Over under one and a half um, disallowed goals um, <laughs> from, from Timo Werner offsides. Oh, over. <laughs> okay. Over. Over. over one and a half. Okay. Over. Okay. As yeah. long as he can hit the back of the net. <laughs> okay. Good point. That's a good point. Um, okay. Well, uh, it's, it, I, think going back to the well with an under for the Germany Portugal match is probably the right call. I could see that ending in a zero 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 one 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 sort of sure. territory. Although boy, these under two and a half under two and a half in these games where you have two legit sides, that is you want to sweat it out. That's a oh, good way scares, to sweat it oh, out. It you want to sweat you. out the toxins. That's a good way to sweat it out. I mean, um, even with even with teams that don't have great attacks, like for instance, I took the uh, Swiss team total under 0.5 today. I didn't watch the game at all. If I take an <laughs> under, I'm not watching it because, especially in soccer, you could get one cheap handball. You could sure. get one cheap knockdown, and then all of a sudden you look at the end of the game, and it's like that was their only chance, and yeah, I lost. One perfect I mean, dive in the box. Yeah, betting is a cool. <laughs> it's cruel, man. It, it is so cruel. You can there are bets where you could call it down to the down to the t and lose, and then there are bets where you had no chance that shouldn't have happened, and you win. It's just the way it goes. But yeah, it's uh, it's one where I wouldn't want to watch if I had the under because. Who watches a game to root for nothing to happen? But that's essentially it's, what it's, you're it's literally the worst. It it's is terrible. I, the <laughs> first terrible. game, the first one off the bat, I did that's first half under on gambling and Twitter bets on goals over. Yeah, that's over two, <laughs> over two and a half. It's a True. lot more fun. It, it, yeah, it's it's a sweat. And truth, like today, you think about that. I know some people that had the under in the Finland match. You get three, four, what, five minutes in, like, oh, that's over. We're done. Yeah, right. Hoping for a half a push right now. <laughs> and then and then oh, you know, we get uh oh. we get saved. Oh, he was God. offside by, you know, a few inches with his melon. Yeah. And yep. then you make it another forty five minutes past that. You're three what three minutes deep into a six minute stoppage and and, and the again. team went in the team with the worst with the worst team scored, which is the worst thing that could happen, and the team that is chasing points as opposed to Finland, who yep. didn't have to. That would have been the worst case scenario for someone on the under. Yeah, great, oh, great sure. point. Um, okay, couple real quick hit thoughts, and then I want to kind of construct what we think the bracket is going to look like, given what we know so far. See if we can kind of pick apart what we think might yeah. have value in the futures market. Um, Croatia, Czech Republic in the blind. Croatia. Okay. Um, good deal. Spain bounces back from what was the most deceptive scoreline, 0-0 in round one. Yep. Okay. Yes. Um, yes. As long as Moreno needs to start the next game. I'm just going to say that. No, Forget Morata. Poland Moreno. is as bad as they look. I wasn't high on Poland coming into this yeah, game. Yeah, they're as bad as we thought. They're, they are who we thought they were. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, it's Spain Lovendowski and nobody else. Okay. No. All right. Good deal. Very good. One match. Um, it One is. man show. Uh, Sweden gets by Slovakia, sets himself up for. Uh, I think they do. I like okay. Sweden's team. Um, Isak is, is a is a great attacking option. They have a they have a relatively physical midfield as well. I like Sweden, so I say yes. Okay, 
Um, and then I think that's it really for the round two matchups. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. One other important question. Okay. Um, Italy takes on Wales next in Group A. Yep. Wales comes to town boasting four points. So they're pretty much through, even if they get beat in this one. Right. Um, Italy also through, guaranteed through with two wins. Yeah, you um, I have a big wager on Italy to win Group A. I wish I'd put more on it, in fact, okay. considering how likely the market says it is right now. Should I be worried at all that they don't take care of business against Wales and work themselves into a more favorable part of the bracket? <laughs> There's no way that no, they play games I, like that, right? Not no, at all. Teams, not teams in, just don't do that. And Stadio Olimpico. Right. right? I, I'm still not high on the Welsh team. I don't think they're that good. Um, and if if you had a team like – I thought the Swiss was going to provide the biggest obstacle for Italy in this group just because of their midfield. Um, I wasn't necessarily high on their attack or the defense, but the midfield was strong for – for Wales, I don't know. It just it feels like they've struck lightning in a bottle again, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> and does. they went up against a team that wasn't that great on the back line and, and got and they put away their chances. They're not gonna get those chances with Italy. I mean, one thing you can always bank on is the Italian defense is gonna show up. Maybe their offense might not. They'll win an ugly one nil game here and there, but no, I don't think you should have anything to worry about because Trump. Italy would have to completely lose the game for that to happen. So no insurance on my uh, no. On my I no. mean, even even a draw is a draw. Yeah, is, draw yeah, they yeah. Win with the, yeah, they win with a draw. But a draw I, I, is I, actually great. Right. I'm going to bet the draw in this match because it's going to be a decent number because Italy's a little better. Because Switzer, let's say Switzerland eviscerates the Turks. The Turks are as bad as they've looked. Switzerland. Ends up with four points. Wales with a draw ends up with five. Uh, and a draw is a nice way for both teams to easily advance. Let's get our subs in like 60 minutes. Let's lottie da and bounce it around sure. a little here. We can have a we can have a nil-nil board draw for all I care. Just yeah, right, exactly. You know, it actually it's probably benefits both teams. And I yeah, I don't I don't fully buy into the we've done this before with I mean, the Clippers did this did the, with the yeah. hey, let's let's lose to Oklahoma City and Houston and try to game the bracket. Look at the bracket now; it's a disaster. The NBA yeah. is a disaster. I don't even yeah. want to talk about what happened today. So I, I don't think right. a team would really do that. And yeah, Italy sitting in such a catbird seat with six points ready. But yeah, you got me like uh, it's I'm kind of torn here, but like I'm excited that I looked ahead to Sunday and I saw it was the two matches from the group. Like oh Christ, we're already, you know, Sunday is is the third match of group play already for the you know the teams that started this out. Right. Um, it's bittersweet though. It's like Christ, it this is, is going to go too fast. So yeah. Italy, Wales, Switzerland, Switzerland, Turkey, firing that off, and then what Mon Monday through Friday next week bang, is going to be the bang, rest bang. of them settling them out. All at eleven, or I'm going to have to check when these are. No, at. some I, I no, love no, the no, no. Some afternoons. But yeah, there's some. Oh, there's four matches yeah. at the same time. On, oh, no, no, oh, no, 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 there's not. No, there's not. No, there's not. Um, on Sunday, they're early. They're in the uh, the middle. Like you know how there's three right on, on right mm -hmm. now. On Sunday, they're both in the middle slot. On um, four, Monday, on Monday they're in the middle and the late. On Tuesday, they're both in the late, yep. and then on Wednesday they're in the middle and the late. Um, I can live with that. I'll so watch, no, no early stuff. Get one more TV after in there. Saturday. No more early stuff. Um, okay, I think I think we kind of have a pretty decent consensus on how this will will go. Um, let me pull up 
the little uh, the little bracket maker here and see if we can kind of agree on the way this will break down. Um, oops. I wanted it in. Well, look at that. I forgot about our little bracket maker. Man, so yeah. Shit in. Look at this. So nice. No, we, okay. we had a lot of fun. We were before oh, we yeah. even did any Euro stuff, we were building brackets on here. I did a few as I was trying to figure them out. So yeah, let's go Italy, Wales, okay. Switzerland, Turkey. No disagreement there. Can, okay. Yeah, let's lock that no. in. Yeah. Okay. Belgium, Russia, Belgium. Finland, Denmark. I mean, Denmark is in a tough spot, right? Like they are really playing. I've only played you know, once. Yeah, but uh, both Russia and Finland have a win. Yeah. Which means Denmark needs a win if they're going to climb out of the four. So I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt and say that Denmark can at least take one point away from Belgium. Yep. Uh, granted the situation we talked about where Belgium doesn't take too many chances. Um, okay. And then I think they beat Russia. Full on they beat Russia. Beat Russia. I, okay. I, yeah, I mean, they could lose. Let's obviously, put them in the two hole. Then, let's, four, let's I think four points gets them there, right? Yes, Russia. Yeah, and will, then Russia, yeah. Russia, depending and on what happens in the other ones, yeah, obviously. Okay. okay, but I don't think Bel uh, Finland take anything against Belgium. Okay, all right, then we'll leave it that way. Uh, Dutch, Austria, fair. You yeah, think? that looks right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Netherlands, okay. Austria, Ukraine, Macedonia. I like that. Okay. England, uh, Czech, Croatia, Scotland. Czech's going to have a Croatians. nice goal differential having gotten a 2-0. I mean, Cro yeah. can Croatia beat Scotland by more than 2-0? Can they? Yes. Do I think they will? No. I we think can, two. I think by two would probably be the ceiling if I'm... Okay. If Czech I'm Republic it didn't look bad, I didn't think. Um, Let's leave that okay. as is. Okay. Uh, Spain, Sweden, Slovakia, Poland? I like that. Okay. And then France, France Portugal, Germany, Hungary. I'm hoping... <laughs> All right, no, we gotta pick our third this place. Is, team this is now. key. So it is, under it this is huge, yeah, under this scenario, Switzerland, they need a win against Turkey to get through, and I don't think they're gonna get it personally. Um, so we're gonna throw Switzerland out. Okay. Russia, because uh, Switzerland is such a bad travel spot. They got to go back from Italy back it, to Azerbaijan. It's definitely miserable. one of those miserable. where it's like those yeah, guys look dead anyway. Turkey yeah. looked terrible, but it's it's jet lag. It's I mean, how much can spot. you deal with, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Bad spot. Russia, Russia will have they're going to have three points. Are they going to get a? They're not going to get any additional points from their head to head with Denmark because we're we're putting Denmark through on it as a winner. So Russia's only going to have three. It, it's so see that's the thing too. It's so hard to predict because if something other than what we think happens in the Belgian game, then it switches up how these games. Yeah, are. I know. So, but yeah. I mean, let's, for let's for take Russia fun, over Croatia. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say for fun. Let's just take that. Yeah, that's that looks good. Okay. Uh, Ukraine will have a win. Presumably I, over I, North I, Macedonia, I, yeah, and maybe yeah. a tie or a win against uh, who's their last opponent again? Austria. Austria, yeah. That'll okay. be a good game. Okay. Let's, let's um, give them four. Let's give them. Okay, we'll give them four points. points. Slovakia will have yes. at least one win. Uh, may get a second point against Sweden, but um, actually, Slovakia is going to price. Slovakia they're, they're, might they're have four to six points. They're going to end with three. They're not getting more points against Sweden. And Spain, I'm giving it to them. I think Sweden and six. Spain. I think they can hang with Sweden. Beat Sweden? Okay. You could. Well, then, if, if that happens, we got to up. We got to re rearrange. What if Spain? Guys. What if Spain okay. just never? Well, let's let's just what if let's Spain just never go scores? Is, let's go real. what Andy thinks is going to happen, and uh, okay. let, let's see how crazy this can get. I'm all, all right. in. Hit, hit the next. Okay, right. it's going to make us a bracket now. Cool. All right. Okay. Not oh, great, God. guys. Belgium, <laughs> Not great for Belgium, guys. Um, this is the top half here. All of the good teams. <laughs> Uh, this let's, is a little case scenario. 
Yeah. Or, Scoot yeah. to the bottom and let's buy a futures on one of them. Yeah. Teams. Okay. So well, okay. if so if this works out, Germany ends up against Belgium in round one. That's brutal. Belgium oh, will man. advance them. Italy yeah. beats Austria. This yeah. will be this That's is potentially. The game I'm scared of. This is our match of the tournament, though, because at this point, Italy could be just wildly overrated by the market. They're already the second choice to win the freaking title already. They're getting so much support. Belgium gets healthy and could potentially be underrated in this one. Italy's defense. I know Caleb likes Italy's defense. They always play defense. but Those Love guys it. are old. They're old. They, they are. haven't had a lot of rest this year. And they haven't they went against – so far in this tournament, they haven't went yeah. against a formidable attack. We're putting Belgium through, even through those let's two do, very, very. Let's do it. Hold, I am hold up quick on Italy. The the fellow yeah. who scored today with the hand, you know, he touched it with his arm. Yeah. How old yeah. is he? Chiellini. Chiellini. Forty-five. Fifty-two. Dude, Chiellini looks like he's been fifty-two <laughs> for twenty years now. I thought it was Chiellini's look the exact. Like they let same. a coach play. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, they they are old. Uh, okay, so one of our semifinalists will make Belgium. We're gonna knock Italy out. As controversial, I'm as more worried see. about the I mean, Italians than I am the Germans. If in oh, that yeah, scenario, sure. though, I think I think without question, no, no. Um, much stronger side. Uh, France, France easily yeah. over Russia, 50-50 here. Who the hell I, knows? I like Sweden. 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 Coin, Personally, coin, but yeah, Sweden. And again, France. France maybe if France can get win group uh, of death, then they pretty cleanly get to the semis. Like that's yep. a really nice yeah. little path for them. Um, this is. This is hopeful for me that Spain okay. wins this group because I have a big bet on them to win that group. Sure. Um, what in the hell do we do here? Ooh, this is in London. That that's, is, going to, that's going yes. to penalties. That's the game. <laughs> that's one of the game, the matchups of the tournament. Uh, when I broke broke it down before anything started, I, I looked at that game and I went, man, this would be an amazing quarterfinal game. I mean. What do you, what do you think if that goes to penalties? Is, is England's keeper good enough to get them through? No. Okay. No, I trust I trust Portugal's goalkeeping more. I it, like the injury at goalkeeper at the goalkeeper position hurt England. I think more than people think, especially considering that the defense has already been a question for England coming into this with their injuries. So, yep. I'm just hoping that it doesn't show up because I do like England as a team. But yeah, I would put Portugal through barely. Also, if you are listening to this in podcast form later on. Maybe fast forward or go watch the YouTube. No, video. this is. I'm sure this is. I'm no, sure I mean, this yeah. Is if you can, if you can make, if you can make sense of this over the over the audio, good. But otherwise, if it would behoove you, I'm going to use okay. that word so twice. The third, in one podcast. the third go quarter, watch the YouTube, the, the third quarter, court, the third quarter final would potentially be Spain Portugal, an, I, an Iberian Peninsula clash. Um, Again, another trophy everyone, game. Everyone leans Portugal. Another trophy game, exactly. Should the Iber, yeah, the Iberian Ibex or Scepter. whatever. The scepter, yeah, there you go. Um, Portugal lean in this yes, one. I Through. do on penalties again. Zero zero after extra time. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think it, penalty for it's round. one where people zero. are definitely going to go. Oh man, the over Spain Portugal, but I I think it's more of an under. Yeah, definitely. Okay, uh, <laughs> are we giving it to the Dutch? I guess we are. <laughs> I am just because Slovakia is not that great. Are the Danes going to come back from there? One of their, or was it their captain or the one of the guys that the yeah, Christian Dane's Erickson. gonna come back from that to make it to the quarterfinals? Is he gonna be cleared Wales? to play at all during Wales, the tournament? You think Wales close to home? Wales uh, close I, to, yeah. I would I would be surprised if Erickson played at all again. If I'm yeah, it doesn't seem that likely. That was that was scary. I don't know why. Put Wales through. 
I yeah. feel like Wales would. I think Denmark are the better team. But given how crazy this is, <laughs> gosh, I don't Denmark know. Are the better team. Yeah. yeah, they are. But how do they Wales, lose to Finland? I guess the, it was the circumstances. Know. It was the cir- circumstances were bad. Um, all right, Wales, Netherlands. Can we put the Wales dragon again? Into, again. In, again. And actually, Did you see the this, penalty kick today? Wales, Portugal, the semi. Yeah. Looked like a nice I field did. goal attempt. <laughs> oh, my God. I, he said he saw himself on the big screen or something, apparently. <laughs> He's in his own head. So, um, so him seeing himself on the big screen. It screwed up it. his timing. Yeah. Got it. Portu- I think Portugal-Wales was a 2016 semifinal. And it was. Portugal, it was. Was, the, was that the only match Portugal won in regulation in all of Euro 2016? Yep. That I couldn't tell you because I can't remember right off the bat, but I remember how big that match was because they didn't win Wales caught lightning in a bottle. They, uh, it was the matchup between Ronaldo and Bale and their whole drama between each other. Yes, that's it, right. It was. It was. <laughs> God, France, Portugal. <sighs> France. France. If, if it gets here, I think France. France I ha- over Belgium? What is it, it about France that, that gives you an edge over Belgium? Midfield? They, they don't have any weakness. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I like Bel- I actually like Belgium's midfield, uh, depending on which lineup they, they bring out. And I think Belgium could give France a run for their money on the attacking end. It's just, man, it's the, the French, you have Varane, Kim, guys like Kimpembe. I mean, they're so – they're stacked. And I know for people watching, it makes no sense why well, you took Belgian futures. The reason I did was because before we set this up, the way I predicted it was Belgium would go up against a team like Switzerland. I felt like they had the best path for the prices that were given. Anybody could come on here and tell you France because they have the best depth. They have the, the, the most talent. Like they have the least amount of weaknesses. But number one, that's not fun. Number two, it doesn't always go the way that you expect it to. So I think this game would be close. Um, Belgium, Belgium could pull it out, but more times than not, if these two teams played 100 games, France would win the majority of them. Okay. What would you expect that line to be to advance? France minus 150-ish? I think that would be fair. Yeah. And I, Andy, what do you think? Maybe a little higher. D- depending depending wow. on to advance. Wow. Depending yeah. on how these teams look, too, because we have to remember, I mean, take Italy, for example. People were – Oh yeah, they could be a dark horse. They're fifth, and now they're second favorite off of beating Turkey and Switzerland at home. So yeah. how, how the market responds would be it would, you know, to how these teams look down the road would have yeah. a huge impact. Like on they win pretty comfortably against Russia and Sweden. Meanwhile, Belgium has to go to freaking war against sure. Germany and Italy. Germany, uh, Italy, yeah. then France and Portugal. Like Germany, if, if Belgium single-handedly has way. to eliminate the Axis powers from. The Euro 2020. Yeah, let's just say I'm not hoping this is how it sets up. Okay. That's pretty um, funny. This is a rematch of last, good, of last time's final, right? Good final. And ball. a rematch of this year's Group F finale. Yep. yep. Any chance? I mean, I guess what would you expect in the Group F finale for between these two teams? Let's assume that they're both comfortably two wins or you know, two wins with goal differentials in the four to five range. Depends, uh, because since it's the Group F games, I think we would have a pretty clear indication of what the field would look like. So you could have a position where Portugal, one of these teams, is like, you know, would I rather, you know, face what the what the tournament would look like before we know now or after? I mean, it's just going to depend on all these matchups, um, I think. I mean, whichever team can avoid England, they're going to try. 
to do. I mean, I would take so you know. Okay, so France Portugal might actually be strongly competitive in the finale for Group F. It could be, yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Because I mean, it's it's all about positioning. So um, if France if France could get into that spot, yeah, they're going to go all out. And is that match Portugal. in is that match in um, Munich or Bud Budapest? The um, final. No, no the, it's the group effort. Oh, sure, sure, sure. It's in, uh, I think it's in, I think it's in Germany. I think it's in Germany too. Now that I'm, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you 100%. I don't, I don't know that right off the I bat. I think Munich has all, no, Germany has all three of theirs. All three of theirs are at home. Which yes. means Hungary goes to Germany, which means the third match. Yeah, must it be will, Hungary, I just right? pulled it up on okay. Flashcard. It's Budapest. Okay. Budapest. Okay. Budapest. okay. Cool. Okay. Well, that'll be fun. Jeez, yeah. that'll be a hell of a freaking neutral, perfect neutral site, full crowd. That'll it be would cool. Be. Um, all right. Well, if you had to say so now, France wins match the first the the Group F finale. Do they win the Euro twenty twenty finale? Yeah. 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 Okay. Congratulations. Yeah, to to the favorite. Congratulations. You guys came here just to tell me the France for me to break down France winning. <laughs> hey, the favorite great. wins. Awesome. Cool. Thanks a lot. I mean, Everybody we did a... this in the Women's World Cup and people of were course. still pretty pumped at the end of that. Oh, sure. Sure. Thanks. Thanks for telling us the US was gonna win. And okay. people it was people already love near our to guys. See upsets, but at the end of the day, if if I could sign up for a Portugal France final, I would. Okay. Like hundred percent. Give me that. I guess here's the questions. We're 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 kind of shaping the way that we think that that fourth quarter is going to go with four pretty weak teams. Sure. Um, and I kind of want to take some big prices for someone to come out of there, not the Netherlands. Um, Netherlands to win. Ne Netherlands to make the semifinals. By the way, is plus two twenty five ish. Uh, not a great price, <laughs> which considering that they have some weaknesses, um, and that they have to win Group C to even get into that quarter. If they don't win Group C, they are certainly not making it the semifinals right. um i guess wales i caught at eight to one and then oh, nice. i saw denmark at plus 640 ish okay. either of those worth a play or and i guess are either of those going to come in much is really what i need to ask so just than, to, worth just, play. like are they going to get shorter as we understand more and people kind of catch wind of how weak this fourth quarter is going to be uh or you know or maybe netherlands looks great against uh um where they, they they maybe Netherlands looks great and wins four two against uh, um, shit. Who are they playing tomorrow? Austria. <laughs> Austria. Are you talking about Austria? Yeah, maybe they win four two against Austria and they they beat right. the Northern Macedonia seven zero and then maybe they're you know plus one hundred to win that quarter. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I guess you know, I guess. Do you think that it, it is worth rushing to get some of these long shots now, or uh, you know, how do we attack the fourth quarter? I think it depends on who you want to take. If if I had to. If I had to take, like, let's say a team like the Netherlands, I probably would wait. But if I had to take a team like Denmark, I would get it now when they've looked their absolute worst. Yeah. Losing to a team that, you know, is making their first European major tournament and getting a win off of everything that's happened with, you know, sadly Ericsson and everything. And there's so much uncertainty behind what Denmark's look like. They lost to arguably the worst team of this entire tournament. So, and at home. So I don't think there is a lower than low for Denmark. So if we think that they are good enough to make the semis, which I think if they can, if they can get out of the group stages at this point, I think they're good enough. If it sets up the way that we kind of predicted, I think they're good enough to beat 
Holland. I, you know, again, I'm not as big on Holland as most people are. So, okay. um, I still think they are dark horse worthy. Um, but yeah, I got, I, I got a fun finale, a fun finale surprise for you guys that I was, I, building, got, I was building up to this whole time. Are you ready? Okay. Let's see. I, oh, let's pretend. I mean, are you betting pretend, the futures now, Drew? Well, no, you I'm, gonna... I'm, I, I'm trying to time this and I needed some feedback to, to time it just right. Okay. okay? Now let's pretend that Switzerland beats Turkey in yep. the finale and they go through uh, among the final of uh, among the third place teams. And let's say Germany loses again to Portugal uh, and they're now Owen two, and they are staring elimination in the face. Okay. What kind of price would we see for Germany to go through or you know, what kind of price would we see Germany to make the semifinals when all of a sudden, uh -oh, the look who's in the fourth quarter. Yep. Sure right. enough. And th this is where I was going to yep. go with it before you hit me with the surprise. I was going to say, <laughs> one, well, and, and to Caleb's point, and I 100% agree, there are some teams that you could strike on right now, buying low on some teams that you still believe in. But I think after we've played all the second matches, I'm yeah. going to sit down. I'm going to put together three or four different scenarios based on some probabilities, well, okay. I think. And then. I'm going to look for a couple teams that could accidentally find their way into the bottom <laughs> and have yeah. a chance. Like, and I'm going to grab look. a couple futures on those. So before we play the third matches, so right after the, it, it would be Saturday night when I'll be totally sober. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to look at this and I'm going to pick some teams that could accidentally w wiggle their way into the bottom half. And I think I'm probably going to add two or three futures. I'll tweet you know, it's, you, know it's, you know what's great? Germany is in Group F. Which is the final day of group play, right? And so you're. This is not going to be a known until the bitter end of group play. So yeah. I don't think it is. Normally, this is the time of the tournament where I would really start getting aggressive with the futures market because I feel like beating the kind of known information of the knockout is pretty important to capture good pricing. Because like, oh, once this is known, is. once this is known, once people are looking at this and they're going to go, they're going to go bet Germany at any price. Like, sure. the, like the good prices are going to be long gone. Mm -hmm. um but i would you know I, I still think uh this would be a pretty fun uh, this would this would this would be my dream outcome that germany somehow acts backs their way into that fourth quarter uh and then um you know gets gets a nice little dance to the semifinals. this um, is this is definitely more of the path that i saw happening pre-euros I, I saw germany at the <clears throat> at the bottom and then switzerland up with belgium which is why I kind of took Belgium because I like Belgium to beat Switzerland. And then, you know, Italy was, was always more of a lean toward Belgium uh, for Got me it. personally. And anything can happen in the semis. Obviously you're, you're going to have to beat somebody good sometime. What kind of, um, what kind of price <clears throat> to advance are you going to get on Belgium versus Italy? Just considering the current market, you know, opinion of those teams. Oh, <clears throat> personally, I, I would still give the slight edge to Belgium. Plus Plus money? You think? You think the market? You think we're going to get a plus money on, oh, on the on man? the current market? Oh, Italy yeah, yeah, just uh, yeah. yeah. Once you, we get you to that, you might point. be able to get plus money. It wouldn't be like big plus money by any means, but I think it'd be some like I don't know, like plus one hundred five, plus one hundred ten, something like that. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Um, 
Andy, I'm any final jacked. thoughts here? I'm jacked for Saturday night. No, <laughs> I am like, too. I'm gonna. Oh, yeah. I'm. I'm gonna be. Oh, and yeah. And anybody, if you haven't done this, if you've been watching and you want to play with this, it's just on like UEFA's website. This is not some something we found. You know, digging yeah, through the internet. UEFA it's like tournament right on the UEFA's. <laughs> right on UEFA's website. They it's like the uh, the NFL yeah. prediction machine that comes out yep. every year on ESPN. I t- I yep. tinker with that so much. Just are there crazy resources? On you've seen any uh, anywhere else online that I'm missing where you can do this not manually like I am doing it? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. I I that's the exact it's super hard. It's super hard to code. I tried. Sat down and like went like thirty minutes thinking like how do I write a code for this? And I was like, ah, I'll just do yeah. It see, I'm not I'm not smart techie like okay. that at, at least. So I 100% went on Google and went like I put in like Euro Predictor and that popped up. So. Yeah. You know, that's what I used. Yeah. Okay. It's so much harder yeah. than the World Cup because yeah, the, gr- the group have like names. if it is Germany, yeah, they, they could be pretty much locked. Like this is what we're seeing with the the Bel- the Switzerland match is super important. That's for a great point, Dan. Germany likely. That's a yeah. great point. Yep. Well, no. Germany and Switzerland um, have a good relation. Like they're, they're practically <laughs> honestly, it's the same country. When you cross into Switzerland, Germany, Switzerland has ge- done Germany a lot of solids. Why stop now? You, true. you will you don't even know you're in a different country it looks they the practically same it's the same thing. german there yeah they do speak german there <laughs> yeah in fact, man. it's the it's... same damn money now even yeah so. yeah yeah yep, yep, yep. all right france all right. by a million that was great. thanks Kill. that was great hey, Fun stuff. No, that was fun not, man, but it looks that way i think we yeah. i think we nailed this i think we gave people plenty of actionable information to bet their way through the rest of this tournament uh hopefully they are having as much fun watching it as we are and um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll look out for where can people find the stuff that you're doing on a daily basis. If if weekly or biweekly uh, content for the Euros is not enough for you, if you have an insatiable appetite for Rich. betting matches, and and you want more than just an Andy tweet or quick hit hit on brown bag bets, where can people find your detailed breakdowns of the Euro matches? I love it. Um, so I'm starting. I, I've started to do video content for Bet US right now. Um, it's it's kind of whenever they need some help, I'm just helping them out right now, doing some videos. So uh, yeah, you can follow my Twitter, obviously, and uh, I'll post videos when we put them out, and you guys can look at specific matches and more breakdown there um, for specific matches that you guys need. Cool, cool, cool. Well, very cool. Uh, where and where can people follow you on Twitter? You post all your stuff on Twitter too, still, right? Yeah, I mean, except for video purposes, obviously, to try to bring in as many views as you can. But gotcha, uh, gotcha, at, gotcha. At, at, all my stuff will game. be on exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, but all my all my plays will be on Twitter. If I post anything, um, it, it'll all be right there. Or if I go on video, if I'm not on video on that specific day and I like a play, I post. So uh, you can follow me at Caleb Gary twenty four and. Uh, yeah, I got all my posts there for free. Cool, cool, cool. All right, man. Well, best of luck. Uh, I guess uh, one surprise question for you. Sure. Chiefs uh, twenty now undefeated season. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Whoa. First twenty. <laughs> Not twenty and zero. You know, maybe we'll we'll have it locked down by the uh, last week there, and we rest Patty Mahomes. That's what happened. What happened in the Super Bowl, man? Offensive what line. Happened? It was terrible. <laughs> terrible. The Bucks are so good. I, the Bucks had a great combination of, you know, fast DBs. They had already seen the Chiefs once that season. And so they already had a game plan of, hey, we're going to start actually 
putting safeties over the top this time instead of, you know, oh, just run man-to-man and let Tyreek burn you. I think he had like 200-something yards in the first quarter. Um, but, yeah, the, the Bucks they made adjustments, and their pass rush got to Patty Mahomes, and it was a wrap from there. I made credit to the Bucks, but I think it would be a much better game, um, and I'm not going off on a limb there when I say this, that it would be a much better game if we got the rematch because the Chiefs' offensive line is night and day what it used to be. Mahomes can finally beat Brady in the uh, in playoffs. Man, Tom, Tom Brady's going to be like seventy years old, dropping back in a wheelchair, throwing dots into the in the end zone to his son. It's crazy. The guy, hey, credit to the guy. He's he just wins. All right, well, good stuff. Best of luck, uh, and uh, that was a super fun podcast. Great job by you, Andy. I'm going to hit the music unless you have any closing thoughts. No, I'm just uh, yeah. Thanks again to Caleb for coming on and talking soccer with us for a bit. Of course, man. Yeah. Anytime, guys. I enjoy talking to you guys. Another outstanding deep dive guest appearance from our friend number three sixty nine. Ooh, sixty nice. nine. Nice. nice, very good work. We did it. I like some of these looks for round two tomorrow, man. I might go ham on some yeah, of these the, games. The, that Belgium already, game special. I may have already bet the both teams to score. I think that goes up. I do too. I think that closes in the 150 range. It's, I got it at like 125-ish. Still not sure to do it. This North Macedonia team, not 100% <laughs> sure. Uh, and they, they do have a kit where they use their flag. because they have the Oh, best yeah. Flag. It's a good flag. It's a good flag. Good Although... Flag. So I was looking at my wife cleaned up upstairs and there was three